Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, my wonderful, beautiful friends. Guys, welcome back to r slash entitled people. The only place where Karens think they're doing people a favor by stealing their babies away from them. Guys, it's going to be such a wild ride today. Trust me, crazy, crazy stories. I hope you enjoyed today's lineup. Don't shake your heads too hard. And as always, you can send or link your stories to this email right here. So I'm a 19-year-old girl, and I have a 7-month-old son. Now that's not uncommon, but he still usually gets mistaken for my brother or child that I'm babysitting. On this day, I took him to a soft play area nearby on my own, and we were having a great time. He was playing with the blocks and just having fun. And that's when a Karen comes in, and she had two girls around 6 and 8 years old, and they sat near me and my son. It's at this point my son starts crying as he was hungry, and the Karen turns to me and she asked where the mom is, to which I tell her that I am his mom. The woman looks shocked, and then she says, well, do you know what's wrong with him? To which I say, yes, he's probably just hungry. And Karen says, well, do you know how to feed him? Hearing her say that, I was completely shocked because even if I was babysitting, I would know how to feed him. Plus, he's 7 months old, so I think I would have fed him at least once before. I didn't say anything, I just pulled out his bottle and fed him in my arms. Now, since there was a lot of things going on around us, he was very distracted, and he would move away from the bottle and just look at something, and then cry because he has no bottle. At that, the Karen says, Ugh, just give him to me. I can feed him for you. Now, at this point, I'm screaming, What the F? repeatedly in my head. I politely declined and told her that I know what he's like, I'm his mom. She then starts to get a bit aggressive, saying that I'm too young to look after him, and that I clearly can't cope being a single mother. Now, I'm not a single mother. My boyfriend, my son's dad, was at work at the time. I really couldn't believe what the lady was saying, and that's when I got ready to leave. I picked up my baby, put him in the stroller, gathered our things, and as I turned around, the woman was unstrapping my son attempting to take him out. I then full-on screamed at her to stop, and that's when an employee saw what was happening, and he ran over immediately and asked her to leave. The woman refused to leave, saying that her two kids were playing and she didn't want to stop them. I said it was fine and that I'd leave instead, as I just want to get home again. I was so incredibly scared of what would have happened, even though I'm fairly sure that she just wanted to help. Uh, yeah, guys, <laughs> taking someone's baby out of a freaking stroller is a great way to get hurt, Karen. Like, sometimes, you really have to wonder what the heck some people are thinking. But honestly, guys, with these stories about entitled Karens, it's pretty clear that they don't think. Yeah, I don't agree with how this random girl is feeding her baby, so let me just unstrap the baby from the stroller and show her how it's done. It'll be fine. Now, if you think that's crazy, listen to this one. Okay, so this crazy story happened about two years ago. A little bit of backstory. I had a high-risk pregnancy, and my son was born premature, so we had to stay several weeks at the hospital. When he finally left the hospital, he was still small and underweight, around 4 pounds, but he was healthy. So the first time I went on a walk with him, I encounter a Karen and her daughter, 
who was around 6 years old. I stopped to rearrange the awning of the stroller, and when I start to walk again, the Karen and her daughter were about to overtake us. The woman then looks into the stroller and walked beside me for a few meters. Now at that, I felt really uncomfortable, and I did walk a little bit faster. And that's when the woman grabs the stroller, so I had to stop. Her doing that, I was in shock, and I couldn't say a word. The Karen then says to her daughter, The baby is so small, cause that mom is not willing to breastfeed the tiny one. Hearing that, I say, uh, pardon? Would you please stop touching the stroller? The Karen responds, well, would you please feed your baby correctly? It's way too small, and it looks underweight. I'm gonna have to call the cops. Now, I thought the woman was joking because she had a smile on her face. But the woman kept staring at me, and that's when I begin to panic. I then took her hand away from the stroller, and I was about to leave. But she grabs the stroller once again, and she wanted to leave with my baby. That's when I yank hard, and suddenly the woman starts screaming, Help! Help! This woman! She's stealing my baby! Help! Someone help me! That's when people came around, and she screamed these things again. And one man asked what happened, and she answered that I'm trying to steal her baby out of the stroller. I was still in shock, and I was unable to say anything at this point. But that wasn't necessary, because her little kiddo just asked, Mommy, why do you say that baby's yours? I'm your only baby. The man that previously asked what happened asked her again. And thankfully, she just mumbles something like, My baby's so small because I'm neglecting him, and that she tried to save him. That's when I got my confidence back and said, He was born premature, and yes, he's small and underweight, but he is healthy. I'm not neglecting my son, and it's none of your damn business. And how dare you touch a stranger's stroller? The man asked if we were okay, and if I wanted to call the police. I declined, thanked him, and thanked Karen's daughter, and just left. Needless to say, I just stayed home with my boy for the rest of the week, because people are crazy. Yeah, so how many of you would have called police at that point? You really have to wonder, like, if she did this to OP, how many other babies is she trying to save from random parents out there, guys? Like, I'm pretty sure what the woman did would be considered attempted kidnapping, and the police should have definitely been called, just to teach her a lesson. So this just happened to me about a few weeks ago, and I'm still mad about it. For a bit of context, my next-door neighbor is a Karen. She's a lady who's kind of known in the neighborhood for being a little bit insane. I had a run-in with her a few years ago where her kid tried to hurt my dog by stabbing it, and she ended up getting a fine from the police. Well, this is another time we met in the wild. On this day, I had run out of dog food for my dog, Deuce, and I was running low on food in general, so I went to my grocery store to pick up a few things. As I'm walking around, I notice a familiar-looking lady from behind. Upon getting closer, I realize that it's my next-door neighbor, and I'm thinking, ugh. Having dealt with the BS in the past, I figured it was best to ignore her. So as I'm making my way towards the dog food section to pick up some dog food, I feel what felt like a punch on my right leg. Now the punch wasn't a hard one, but it got me to notice. And I look over and guess who I see. Yep, Karen had her little gremlin with her. The kid happened to run away from his mom, recognized me, and that's when he starts punching my leg. I look down and say, uh, what are you doing kid? The kid then looks up and says, me and mommy don't like you. And the kid continues punching my leg. At that point, I just say, hey, just go away and go about my shopping. But I can only take two steps before I hear her yelling, hey. And that's when I turn around and this interaction followed. I ask her, yeah. And that's when Karen says, what do you think you're doing talking to my son like that? I say to her, all I told him to do was go away. The kid was hitting my leg. 
and Karen says, He was just playing. What, you don't like it when children have fun? I say to her, I'm pretty sure punching my leg doesn't count as a kid having fun. That's assault. Hearing that, this is when the Karen starts to raise her voice and talk about how I'm a bad person and how I hate kids. And yes, a few people do look over. It got to the point where a security guard actually noticed, and he comes over asking, what seems to be the issue here? Karen says, oh officer, thank god you're here. This evil man, this man right here, tried to grab my precious baby. He tried to kidnap him. Now at this point I'm just done, so I say, uh, no, that's not what happened. I was just shopping, and this lady's kid started punching me. And then she came over, and she starts to yell at me. Karen hearing me say that says, liar, you're a liar, he tried to grab my son, someone call police. And that's when a few people stepped up and confirmed that Karen did start yelling at me for presumably no reason. The guard then tells her, ma'am, I'm gonna have to ask you to leave the store, please. And that's when my next door neighbor's jaw dropped, and she starts throwing a tantrum like a two-year-old, saying that I was a liar. The woman had to be escorted out, and the guard apologized to me. I told him that I had dealt with her in the past, and that it was fine. I went about my shopping, and while leaving, I caught a glimpse of Karen, talking to who I can assume was her husband. They got into a screaming match over what just happened. Meanwhile, the kid was in the car, staring at his parents arguing. I just shake my head, got into my car, and drove off. Not the worst thing she's done, but definitely one of the most bizarre. Yeah, I can't help but to shake my head at this, guys. Like, that woman is gonna raise such an entitled boy. I mean, who in their right mind as a parent would allow their little ones to start randomly hitting people? And what really sucks is that OP has to go home and live beside that nightmare neighbor. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Here's some information before I start. Now, the entitled woman in the story is actually my stepmom. I was 9 years old when this took place. My parents separated when I was 5, and when I was 9 years old, I went to live with my father and stepmom for a while. My mom lived in the States, and my dad lived in Canada. Every few weeks, we would get letters from my mom in the States. Phone calls too. Just letters of what my mom was doing, how my baby sister was, how my cat was, and we always sent letters, just because it was something we could hold on to and keep with us. And this was also the time before email, texting, and Facebook. So at some point, the letters stopped coming. Same for the phone calls. My stepmom just said that there were no calls or letters for us, and she never mentioned it again. I ended up being diagnosed with depression, after I thought my mom stopped caring about me. And then I was told I was going home a month after my diagnosis, where my mom showered me with love once I got back. And this is what I learned. 
Now, apparently my stepmom didn't want to send me back to my mom. No real reason why was ever given. I found out that my stepmom just started throwing my letters away in the garbage, and also hiding the letters my mom sent from us and just burning them. Then she stopped our phone calls we would have. Little did I know, she ended up just blocking my mom's number and cut off all communication between my mom, my brother, and I. My stepmom thought it was cool to just erase my mom entirely from my life. Well, what she didn't know is that my mom fought like absolute hell. Little did I know, the whole time I thought my mom didn't love me anymore, she was hiring lawyers just to be able to get in contact with me. The final straw was when I was diagnosed. My mom told my stepmom through a lawyer that she was going to sue if she didn't hand me and my brother over. She would be formally charged with a few different charges, including kidnapping, because she cut off all contact with us on purpose. Once my stepmom gave in, she called me a brat, called me names behind my back, etc, etc. Within the month of the threat to sue, my uncle came to my dad's house with police to take me and my brother away, to make sure my stepmom didn't do anything. My uncle then drove me to the border where my mom picked me up. Now, you may be asking, where was my dad during all this? My dad was there, and according to him, he didn't know it had gone this far, which I feel was BS. I know. And yeah, that was the time I was pretty much kidnapped. Now, I'm not sure that's the right word, but I'm sure that term fits well. My stepmom, dad, and I eventually worked it out and everything, but it was still pretty traumatic for my poor mom. Yeah, guys, so this post was absolutely heartbreaking. Like, the whole time OP and her brother thought that their mom didn't give a damn about them anymore, little did they know, Mama Bear was actually trying hard to fight for them and contact them. And I'm really, really glad it worked out in the end for everybody. Alright, so I'm a very old woman now, but when I was young, I was a straight-up bitch who didn't let anyone push me around or take advantage of me. However, there was one instance where I was caught off guard, as the situation was incredibly unbelievable. So as a backstory, I was 21 years old at the time, and I just delivered a beautiful baby girl. It was a very difficult delivery, which had me in the hospital for two months after my daughter was born. She went home a month before me. Now during that time, my husband and I broke up, as he was an entitled jerk, but that's another story. I was finally released from the hospital on the condition that I don't allow myself to get too upset, as my stitches weren't totally healed, and I had very bad anxiety attacks which would shoot up my blood pressure and I would end up in intensive care. So here's the story. I had just been released from the hospital, and my mom brought me home and set me up in the living room so I could watch TV, and she could talk to me while I'm resting. It was very important that I keep as still as possible and rest not letting anything bother me, as any distress could cause my blood pressure to rise and cause a rupture of my stitches due to the complications of my pregnancy. I couldn't even hold my newborn baby, as it would be too much physical stress. She was sleeping peacefully in her bassinet, and no one was supposed to visit me until I'd rested for a few days so I could be strong enough to handle company. Enter my entitled sister-in-law and mother-in-law. Now, my mother had informed all the family that I couldn't receive visitors the day I got home, But of course, there was a knock on the door. In enters the entitled sister-in-law and mother-in-law with gifts in hand, demanding that my mother let them see the baby. I was laying on the sofa by the bassinet, but I was completely ignored. My mother questioned why they showed up today and not waited until the weekend when I was able to handle the company. And they said they didn't get the message and my sister-in-law just wanted to see her new niece. She was only in town for a couple of days and she wouldn't be around by the weekend. They practically yanked my daughter out of her crib, exclaiming how much she looked like her father, and they were very impressed that she was very fair-skinned and had a shock of red hair as well. 
Now all they could talk about was how light her skin was. They then shoved the gift at me to open up, which my mother intercepted. She also tried to keep me calm as I was getting very upset that they were just passing my child around like she was a doll. Now while I'm not in any way considered dark skin, I'm also not considered overly fair. However, my sister-in-law was so fair that she could pass for being white. She was blonde-haired and all. My husband's family is notoriously color-struck. They favor light-skinned members of the family. And since my sister was very fair, she felt like she was better than everybody else. And that's how she raised her daughter. These facts led us to this exchange. My sister-in-law says, Oh my goodness, she's so beautiful. She looks just like me. Hearing that, I say, What? The sister-in-law laughs and says, She would be so much better off being with someone who resembles her. And that's when I ask her, What the hell are you talking about? Sister-in-law looks at me and says, Look, you're just not the right person to raise her, okay? And mother-in-law chimes in and says, You know what? Your child would actually be better off with her. She knows how to raise babies the proper way. Hearing them say that, I'm getting angrier by the minute, and I say, please put my child back in the bassinet. To which the sister-in-law says, listen, you want your child to have a wonderful life. She would have a great life with me. Now, my mother and I didn't like where this was going, and my mom went to take the baby from her arms, but my sister-in-law decides to hold her tighter, and she exclaims, mom, tell her. Tell her to let me raise the baby. She then looks at me and says, You're too dark to care for this baby. I'll take her back home with me. She then laughs and says, You can visit her now and then if you'd like. Now at this point my blood is boiling and I nearly jump off the couch to go after this bitch when I get a very sharp pain in my stomach and I fall back on the couch. I then scream at her, Put her down right now or I'm gonna kick your ass. At that, my mom then snatches the baby from her grip and puts her back in the bassinet. She then grabs the entitled sister-in-law and escorts her out of our apartment, while the entitled sister-in-law is cursing her out, saying the baby probably wasn't mine, which makes no sense. Mother-in-law was very quiet, but she followed her out. I would like to say that that was the last I saw of her, but it wasn't. Sister-in-law contacted my daughter when she was around 9 years old, and informed her that she would have had a much better life if she lived with her. My daughter now is a mother herself, and she does talk to my sister-in-law from time to time. She went from a very happy, well-adjusted kid to a wonderful adult. My sister-in-law has spoken to me once or twice during that time, not apologizing, but now trying to get me and her brother back together. We've been divorced for over 20 years. So guys, what is up with people? Like, this isn't the first story I've read where people want to raise other people's babies due to their skin color, and it's absolutely ridiculous. Oh, your baby is so light-skinned. She belongs with me where she can have a better life. Yeah, I feel like the mother and sister-in-law were definitely lucky that day that OP was in recovery mode because holy crap, I can only imagine OP going full mama bear mode on them. So here's the backstory. I'm a 42-year-old male that used to be a Marine, and I'm married to an amazing Hispanic woman who's 38 years old. Anyways, my 4-year-old daughter looks a lot like her mother. Meanwhile, I'm white, which is important later. So on this day, I'm riding the subway with my daughter. It was about an hour ride to visit my parents. Since my daughter's 4 years old and we'll be on the subway for an hour, she brought some dollies with her, and she's playing when I hear my daughter whisper, Oh, no. When I look over, I see that she's brought three boy dollies and one girl dolly. Now, she has a friend with two dads, so she sort of knows what that's like. 
I remind her of her friend and explain that some people can have two dads or two moms. And that's when my daughter says, Oh yeah, now that's fine. Until our very own Karen asks me why I'm telling my daughter about that word at such a young age. The Karen pipes up and says, Hey, my kid doesn't appreciate you talking like that. I ask her, uh, what did I say? She says, you were explaining the G word. Don't say that. I ask her, why not? And Karen says, because your daughter is like four years old. Hearing her say that, I just ignore her and I kind of shake my head and my daughter continues playing. About 10 minutes later, Karen bursts out, excuse me. And that's when I turn around and say, yes. And here's how the following conversation goes. Karen asked, is that your daughter? To which I say, yes. And Karen says, well, she doesn't look like it. I tell her, well, yes, she is. And that's when Karen says, you tell me, how does a white man have a Mexican-looking child? To which I say, uh, her mom is Hispanic. And Karen says, I don't believe you. I tell her, I'm sorry you feel that way. And that's when I turn around and sit down. At this point, my daughter was bored of playing with dollies, so I pull out my wife's hot pink Nintendo DS for her to play Super Princess Peach on. The sound was turned up and it catches the attention of Karen's son. And that's when he pops up and begins watching my daughter play. I think nothing of it until he keeps saying that Peach sucks and that Mario's better. The kid was practically screaming it. And that's when I calmly tell him to please leave my daughter alone. And that's when the woman demands that I let her son play. I tell her no. I don't want to let him play. And that's when she starts calling me names. Now fortunately, the conductor came by, so she did sit down, and she was quiet the rest of the trip. We then all get off the train, and that was the last I saw of her. Or, so I thought. That's not the end of the story. So at my parents' house, there was a park roughly 10 minutes away from their house. So my daughter and I walk there, and guess who we saw there? The woman and her son. My daughter was about to go down the slide, and that's when her son runs up the slide. I told my daughter to wait a bit, and that's when I go over and tell the kid that he can't climb up the slide because he can get hurt if someone were to go down it, or he could hurt someone else. The kid tells me to leave him alone, and that he's fine. So when he tells me no, I decide to lift him off, and guess who sees this? Out of nowhere, the mom screams, Hey, leave my son alone! She then marches over and literally grabs my daughter when she comes down the slide and says, Honey, you tell me, where's your real dad? My daughter points at me and says, He's right there. Karen says to my daughter, No, I don't think so because he doesn't look like your dad. Who's your real dad? Now of course my daughter's screaming, let go of me, and Karen says, Not until we find your real parents. My daughter then screams at the woman to let her go, and eventually she did and she walks away. My daughter and I continued playing until some cops arrived. And that's when Karen walks over to us with them and says that I kidnapped my own daughter. That's when I say, no officers, this is my daughter. And my daughter says, yeah, it's my daddy. So long story short, Karen was arrested and charged for trying to get me arrested. F you, Karen. Some people are just too insane, guys. And honestly, even though I'm on OP's side of this, I can see where he went wrong because you should never ever put your hands on anyone else's kid. Lifting the boy off the slide when he refused to get off was a huge no-no. And I can see why Karen reacted and called the cops on him. And that, my friends, brings us to another end of our slash entitled people. Guys, I hope you enjoyed today's stories. I hope you didn't shake your heads too hard. And if you missed the last episode on the channel, I'm going to link it right here. 
a super entitled Karen demands OP serve her, and she accuses him of kidnapping his own son when he refuses. Guys, it's such a ridiculous story, so go check it out if you haven't, and myself and Stevie Boy will see you guys in the next one. We love you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.